cloudy with sunny intervals, highs of 18 degrees along the coast in the Outmarrow team. Possibility of scattered showers inland by this afternoon. A light to moderate winds this evening. Clear skies and going down to 10 degrees. The outlook for Tuesday and Wednesday remaining much the same with highs of 18 in Nice and reaching 21 degrees in Saint-Tropez and Navarre with clear skies. The sun rose here in Monaco at 6.31 and will set this evening at 25 minutes past 8. In Paris today, 18 degrees with sunny intervals. London, 15 degrees and sunny intervals. Miami, sunshine and 30 degrees. And Dublin, sunny intervals with 11 degrees. sure if I can remember how to do this, but I'll try and in case you didn't know, it's been a clear victory for Emmanuel Macron in the French presidential elections with 58% of votes going to the La République en marche and 42 to far-right leader of the National Rally Party, Marine Le Pen. Uh, more on that coming up at 7.30. And in sport, what a busy weekend. Max Verstappen has now closed the gap on Leclerc at the top of the championships to 27 points with his win at the Grand Prix in Italy on Sunday and the Premier League oh it was a good result for Arsenal and for Liverpool and very good morning to Stuart in Le Col who says morning Sarah wow what a weekend we got that much needed rain the Formula 1 Grand Prix Burnley moving out of the bottom three the Liverpool derby and the presidential elections and now waking up to the sunrise in Le Col and tuning into Riviera Radio and Sarah's back I certainly am and a big thank you to Peter Mackley for standing in for me uh, what a popular man hard act to follow but I'll try and uh, yes thank you so much because it did give me uh, a short but sweet and eventful break I'll be telling you all about it in the next three hours uh, firstly you know how much would you pay for a glass of Chablis in Covent Garden if the price is right and you might win a prize uh, coming up a study shows that humans have a built-in instinct for healthy food and the Harvard scientist who believes alien technology is lying at the bottom of the Pacific Ocean also we'll have the entertainment news, the pop quiz at 8.15, Hank from Barclays at quarter to nine, and the three in a row with a link just after nine o'clock. So don't go away, but it had to be this, Vivre la France! And time for this morning's entertainment news. Eric Chappell, the creator of the television hit sitcom Rising Damp and Home to Roost, has died aged 88. A Chappell who was born in Lincolnshire in 1933 had several novels rejected by publishers before he decided to become a playwright. He went on to win a BAFTA in 1978 for Rising Damp. And in other entertainment news this morning, a dress worn by Dorothy in the classic 1939 film The Wizard 
Wizard of Oz is expected to sell for up to $1.2 million in May. The dress was worn by the iconic Hollywood actress Judy Garland in the scene where Dorothy faces the Wicked Witch of the West in the Witch's Castle. The blue and white print dress is one of only two worn by Garland in the film uh, that had a white blouse attached. Uh, the other one fetched just over £1 million at the time in New York in an auction in 2015. And did you know that apparently the studio didn't like the song Over the Rainbow and they thought that it went on for too long? Uh, thankfully, they left it in the film. Uh, that's this morning's entertainment news. There'll be more at the same time on Tuesday's edition of the Full English Breakfast. And uh, on this day in 1792, the guillotine was first used in France, executing highwayman Nicolas Pelletier. And on this day in 1954, Bell Labs announced the first solar battery made from silicon. Born on this day, if it's your birthday today, then you share it with the actor Al Pacino, who's 81 today. His famous quote being, if you get all tangled up, uh, just tango on. And that's a good quote for a Monday morning. And also, singer Ella Fitzgerald uh, was born on this day in 1917. And she was famous for saying, it isn't where you came from, it's where you're going that counts. Well, where are we going? It's National Telephone Day today. That's where we can go, yes. Make a phone call, uh, not a text. Uh, around the world, there are 9.82 billion mobile phones. And while some predicted the landline to be uh, out of use by 2020, there are still about 931 million landlines around the world. Uh, so make that phone call and tell that person that you love them on National Telephone Day. Uh, 17 minutes past 7 o'clock. And we'll have the news, sports and weather coming at half past seven. And uh, just to let you know that Mr. Harrison has been in touch. He's obviously hasn't lost his sense of humour. He sent me a photo of uh, his retirement project, which is a lovely farmhouse in the southwestern France. I don't think he's decided yet, but he sent me a photo. And I replied, where's the sun? Because it looked a bit dull and dreary. You know what he answered? It's next to the Daily Mail. Boom, boom. Elton John and Dua Lipa with Cold Heart taking us up to the new sports and weather at half past seven. Uh, talking about getting what you give, I mentioned earlier on, uh, come on, how much did I pay for a glass of Chablis in a restaurant in Covent Garden? If you think you know the answer and the price is right, studio at rivieradio.mc. I bet you'll never guess. News is next. Have you just moved to Monaco? CMB Monaco is the leading private bank in the Principality and can help you achieve your financial goals in Monaco. Investment services, financing solutions, wealth structuring, whatever your needs are, we have the right products and services to support you. Learn more about our offers at www.cmb.mc. Are you planning to sell your property in the VAR or along the French Riviera? Established in 2005 with offices in Saint-Maxime, Lorgue and Fayence, New Home Real Estate has become the biggest estate agency in the south of France of Dutch origin. 
For our international buyers, we are looking for new properties to list in order to satisfy a very high demand. Visit new-home.fr or give us a call on 0494 76 2010. New home, uw makelaar in de VAR en aan de Côte d'Azur. Formula E returns to Monaco. Join us on Saturday the 30th of April for electrifying racing action around the legendary street circuit. More than just a race, enjoy a day out at the Allianz E-Village, Formula E's full-day fan festival with entertainment for the whole family. Tickets are 30 euros with free entrance for children. To find out more and book, search 2022 Monaco E-Prix. A round of golf with fantastic views, a relaxing massage in the spa, a peaceful night in a prestige room, a refined lunch at the restaurant, pleasure of the senses and relaxation at Les Domaines de Saint-Andriol Golf and Spa Resort between Cannes and Saint-Tropez. A piece of heaven on earth. www.st-andriol.com Don't miss the 106.5 Riviera Radio Full English Breakfast Show, brought to you by Air France of the largest networks in the world. Tune in every weekday morning from 7 to 10 for news, music and fun on the 106.5 Riviera Radio Full English Breakfast Show with Air France. France is in the air. La France est dans l'air. Our local news, brought to you by the Caisse d'Epargne Monaco Business Center, a banking branch of the Caisse d'Epargne Côte d'Azur, assisting companies and real estate professionals at 27 Boulevard des Moulins in Monaco. Find out more at CECAZ, that's C-E-C-A-Z monaco.com. On FM and DAB Plus across the Côte d'Azur, on your phone and worldwide online. This is Riviera Radio, with the latest local news for the south of France. Good morning, it's 7.30, I'm Sarah Lysa reporting. It's been a clear victory for Emmanuel Macron in the French presidential elections on Sunday, with 58% of votes going to the Republic en marche and 42% to far-right leader of the National Rally Party, Marine Le Pen. It's the first time in 20 years that an outgoing president has been re-elected. The last time was when Jacques Chirac beat Jean-Marie Le Pen. And with the turnout close to the lowest reached in 1969, the election draws a different political landscape from the previous one in 2017. Following the victory, Macron arrived on foot with Brigitte Macron on the Champ de Mars, where the President of the Republic first thanked his voters for their trust in order to bring about his project for a more independent France and a stronger Europe. He also went on to thank those who voted for him not to support the ideas that he holds, but to block those of the extreme right. However, the outgoing President has lost eight and a half points compared to his previous duel with far-right leader Marine Le Pen, Back in 2017, now re-elected, Macron will have to turn to the third round of the presidential elections. The legislative elections, which are scheduled for June the 12th and the 19th, hoping to benefit from a stable majority to govern. In the meantime, the outgoing head of state has already announced that Jean Castex will remain prime minister in the coming days before the appointment of a new government. Meanwhile, the national rally candidate Marine Le Pen called the party's result a resounding victory. Uh, 20 years after the surprise emergence of Jean-Marie Le Pen in the second round, the far right has never come so close to power under the Fifth Republic.
Locally, in the city of Antibes, Marine Le Pen has gained ground since 2017 with 45.6% of the votes. That's compared uh, to 40.6% back in 2017. And in the VAR region, Marine Le Pen won more than 8 out of 10 municipalities. The candidate of the National Rally won in 133 municipalities out of the 153 in the department. Emmanuel Macron only came first in 20 municipalities in the VAR, including Ramatuel, Hier, Toulon, Colabrière and Bandol. The leader of the far left, La France Insoumise, uh, Jean-Luc Mélenchon, who came third in the first round of the presidential elections on April the 10th, immediately reprimanded the re-elected president, claiming that Mr Macron is the most poorly elected of the presidents of the Fifth Republic. And following Sunday night's election results, several demonstrations broke out in several cities in France, including Rennes, Strasbourg, Marseille and Paris, uh, to protest against the re-election of the outgoing president and against the rise of the far right. In the French capital, the crowd are gathered on the Place de la République. In other news this Monday morning, police in Paris have opened fire at a vehicle driving in the wrong direction on Pont Neuf in the French capital, killing the driver and passenger. The incident occurred in the early hours of this morning. According to police, two people died and another was injured. The vehicle was reportedly heading towards the police officers who responded by opening fire. An investigation is currently underway. And the Mayor of Nice, Kristin Strozzi, and local MP for the Outmara team, Eric Sciotti, have expressed their tremendous emotion following the knife attack on a priest in Nice on Sunday morning. The attack took place in the Saint-Pierre-Darienne church, injuring a priest and a nun who were taken to hospital suffering from several stab wounds. The attacker is not known to the police. Born in 1991 in Fréjus and living in Nice, he was immediately arrested and reportedly suffers from psychiatric disorders. An investigation has been opened for attempted voluntary homicide and violence with a weapon. A study by Vinci Auto Routes carried out in the fall of 2021 has shown that the rate of single drivers on the A motorway between Nice and Aix-en-Provence is one of the highest in France. In Nice on the A8, one in eight drive alone in the morning rush hour between 8am and 10am. The study is part of a project to encourage carpooling in order to limit traffic and therefore air pollution. To deal with the problem of solo driving, the South Region has planned the creation of a high-level coach service on the A8 motorway with dedicated lanes between Villeneuve-Loubet and Antibes. Finally, the first French soccer championship is to take place in Antibes. That's not soccer as in the football, but soccer as in the speciality from Nice made with chickpea flour, olive oil, salt and pepper. It's to be celebrated and registration is now open. A chance to participate in this unique competition which brings together professionals in the food trade around a game of pétanque and a gigantic gourmet buffet. The best soccer, if you want to know, is Chez Pipo in Nice on the port. Riviera Radio, Sports News. In Formula 1, Max Verstappen has now closed the gap on Leclerc at the top of the championship to 27 points with his win at the Grand Prix in Italy on Sunday. After the race, Verstappen expressed his sympathy for title rival Charles Leclerc after the Ferrari driver threw away seven points with a potentially costly error. Meanwhile, Mercedes team boss Toto Wolff apologised to Lewis Hamilton on the team radio at the end of the race, describing their car as undrivable and that Lewis deserved better. The seven-time 
time world champion could only finish 13th. Formula One now heads to the United States next for the inaugural Miami Grand Prix from the 6th to the 8th of May. In football, in the Premier League at the weekend, it was a good result for Arsenal, who beat Manchester United 3-1. Manchester City thrashed Watford 5-1. And Liverpool moved back to within one point of Premier League leaders Manchester City and left neighbours Everton in the bottom three after a 2-0 victory. And there's one match tonight. Crystal Palace play Leeds. Kickoff is at 9pm French time. Here's more football news from BBC Sport. BBC Premier League update from the home of Premier League football. Hello, I'm Andy Barwell at the BBC Sports Centre. Liverpool defeated Everton 2-0 in the Merseyside derby. A highly significant result with Jurgen Klopp's side back to just a point behind the Premier League pace setters Manchester City. And with Burnley winning against Wolverhampton Wanderers, Everton are now in the drop zone. Well, the BBC's football correspondent John Murray saw the game at Anfield. Liverpool had their title-winning credentials tested to the full by Everton, who came to Anfield with a game plan designed to frustrate and wind up their neighbours. It certainly worked in the first half when there was a series of flashpoints and neither goalkeeper had to make a save. Liverpool gained greater control after half-time, but Everton did carry a threat and had a case for a penalty when Gordon was challenged by Matip when it was still nil-nil. After that decision went against Everton, then came the Liverpool goals in the last half-hour. Robertson heading in the opener from Salah's cross and a headed goal from substitute Origi kept Liverpool in the title race and leaves Everton facing the growing possibility of their first relegation since 1951. Well, Burnley moved out of the drop zone with a 1-0 victory over Wolves. It's now seven points on three games since Mike Jackson took interim charge of the team following the departure of Sean Dyche. Great atmosphere, great showing from the players, the character they showed again. Third game in a week, they've had to go to the well there, they've had to dig. Again, some really strong performances in it. I'm listening, I'm just delighted for everybody involved. Chelsea moved closer to that top four finish they want with a 1-0 victory over West Ham United. The scorer, Christian Pulisic, though Jorginho missed a penalty and the Hammers had Craig Dawson sent off. And it finished 2-2 between Brighton and Southampton. For more football news on the BBC, go to bbc.com slash football. BBC Premier League update from the home of Premier League football. In French football, Paris Saint-Germain confirmed a record equaling 10th French title with four games to spare despite being held by 10-man loss. But unhappy fans left early to celebrate outside the stadium without the players. The club's ultras, annoyed by the club's Champion League exit to Real Madrid, started to leave the stadium 15 minutes before the final whistle rather than celebrate with the players. Beep, 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 yeah. Riviera Radio, Travel News. Not terribly clever, I'm afraid, as usual at this time of the morning on the A8 motorway. It's back to work after the Easter break. And uh, taking a look at the exit 42 Mougins, it's very slow moving in both directions. And heading into Monaco off the A8 motorway, uh, the tunnel is opening and closing periodically. If you are on the roads and have anything to report, greatly appreciated at studio at rivieradio.mc. There are no delays or cancellations so far this morning on the region's train network. And taking 
look at Nice International Airport, there are just a few delays on the arrivals. The 10 past 8 uh, landing from Geneva, the EasyJet EZS 1385, won't be landing until quarter to nine. And uh, the flight from Strasbourg, the V72746, is running five minutes late. Uh, supposed to be landing at 10 past 8, but now will be landing at a quarter past 8. The Marine Weather Forecast, brought to you by the Roses Empire, the number one provider of real flower arrangements that last a year. For coastal areas up to 20 miles offshore, the team and the VAR, the general situation is a depression of 1,006 millibars. Winds are northwesterly, force 5 to 6. The sea is moderate to rough with good visibility. And the barometric pressure for San John Capfra is 1,012 millibars. For North Corsica, winds are westerly, force 6 to 7. The sea is rough with good visibility. And the barometric pressure for Cap Course is 1,012 millibars. The Marine Weather Forecast, brought to you by the Roses Empire. Imagine having real flowers that stay fresh for years while being cost-effective and eco-friendly. Our long-lasting and maintenance-free floral arrangements are the perfect solution for your yacht or villa. Visit us on therosesempire.com. The Weather Forecast is brought to you by Camper & Nicholson's Yacht Management Division. Today, cloudy with sunny intervals, highs of 18 degrees along the coast in the Outmaritime. A possibility of scattered showers inland by this afternoon. Light to moderate winds. This evening, clear skies going down to 10 degrees. And the outlook for Tuesday and Wednesday remaining much the same with highs of 18 degrees in Nice and reaching up to 21 degrees in Saint-Tropez and Navarre with beautiful clear skies. The weather forecast brought to you by Camper and Nicholson's Yacht Management Division. Our qualified team of yacht management experts offer bespoke advice and services to owners and captains alike. Visit camperandnicholsons.com. Finally, a controversial scientist in the US has announced that he wants to launch an investigation into a meteor that he believes is actually alien technology, which is lying at the bottom of the Pacific Ocean. The US Space Command last week confirmed that a meteor that hit Earth in January 2014 did come from another solar system and is therefore the first known interstellar object. However, uh, the scientist Avi Loeb uh, claimed that the object is instead a piece of alien technology. He suggests that by scooping up the object from the bottom of the Pacific Ocean with a magnet and examining the artificial object could be an opportunity to fulfill a lifelong dream of getting his hands on alien technology. Do you want to go there? You're now up to date. All the news is available on our website rivieradio.mc and you can check out our Facebook page 106.5 Riviera Radio. Uh, Good morning to Rob who says London is such a rip-off. Your glass of Chablis, I wouldn't be surprised if it were 15 squid a glass. Nearly £18.95 <laughs> to be precise. Uh, well, yeah, it was a lovely trip. The weather, I have to say, was amazing. I think here you had a lot of rain, which was well needed, uh, but I had the most beautiful weather in the UK. Uh, it was eventful. I spent a few days at Bedford Hospital, not for myself, for a, a member of my family who is on the men now, thank goodness. Uh, but between Bedford Hospital, Bedford train, no, I didn't go to Bedford train station. Where else did I go in Bedford? I don't know. It's all changed so much. So many houses popping up everywhere. I went to the Old Swan in Aswood and... Um 
and the Three Tons as well in Bidnam. Uh, then we went down to London and that's Covent Garden and that's where Rob, yes, I ordered a glass of Chablis to get over my woes and it was £18.95. I nearly gave it back to them. Anyway, uh, studio at rivieradio.mc if you've got something you want to tell me. <laughs> it's UB40 and Chrissy Hind and I got you, babe. Good to be back. They say we're young and we don't know Won't find out until we grow Well, I don't know, baby, if that's true Cause you got me, baby, I got you In this morning's business news, according to a decree published on Sunday in the official journal, in France from January the 1st, 2023, households living on or working in certain low emission zones where air pollution exceeds authorised thresholds will be able to benefit from a zero interest loan for the purchase of a low emission vehicle. The two-year experiment will affect large cities, including Paris, Lyon, Grenoble and Aix-Marseille. The zero rate loan will concern cars and vans weighing less than 2.6 tonnes, whose emissions are less than or equal to 50 grams per kilometre, that's to say electric or hybrid vehicles. It may be granted to individuals as well as micro-enterprises. Uh, the loan of a maximum amount of €30,000 must be repaid over a maximum of seven years. In other business news this morning, according to reports, Twitter's board of directors met with Elon Musk over the weekend to explore his £33.6 billion takeover offer for the social media platform. Mr. Musk uh, plans to uh, finance his bid uh, with the backing of US lender Morgan Stanley and other financial institutions. A spokesperson for Twitter declined to comment on the reports. And MPs in the UK have recommended that the UK's aviation watchdog should have stronger powers to protect passengers hit by the kind of disruption caused by the pandemic. A, co a Commons Transport Committee report has said that the Civil Aviation Authority should have more teeth to be able to fine airlines that are not giving refunds. It also called for ministers to publish an aviation recovery plan by June. 
And on the foreign exchanges, one euro is worth one US dollar point zero seven eight cents. The British pound is buying one US dollar point twenty eight cents. The pound's worth one euro eighteen cents, which means the euro is trading at eighty four point twenty one pence. The Swiss franc is buying one US dollar point zero four five cents and ninety six point eighty nine euro cents. A bitcoin, thirty nine thousand two hundred two dollars ninety two cents. Ethereum, two thousand eight hundred sixty nine dollars seventy six cents. And finally, the commodities, a price of an ounce of gold, $1,922.88, and a barrel of Brent crude, $103.77. Barclays Private Bank brings you Riviera Radio Business News on 106.5 FM. At Barclays, our size is your strength. And we've been using the entire reach of the Barclays Group to bring a global perspective and unique investment opportunities to our clients in Monaco, since 1922. To find out more, search Barclays Private Bank or call the Monaco Private Banking Team on 9315 3535. The Monaco Economic Board is very happy to introduce you to one of our dynamic members, Philippe Culazzo, founder and CEO of La Distillerie de Monaco. Good morning, Philippe. To begin with, could you let our audience know a little bit more about where La Distillerie Monaco is after five years of existence? Thank you very much for the invitation, Justin. We opened the distillery in 2017. Uh, it's the first and only distillery in the history of the Principality of Monaco. We work with the Monagas government to collect uh, bitter oranges that grow in the Principality to produce what was our first uh, product, the Orangerie. Um, it's a bitter orange liqueur, which is a digestif, or it's also a great ingredient to make a spritz. We make uh, another liqueur called uh, Caruba, which is a carob liqueur uh, using the fruits of the national tree of Monaco and our gin Ozagrum which is a, a citrus based gin using seven citrus roots that grow in the surrounding areas. Yes a personal favorite of mine so not just natural organic products but also ecological. Absolutely everything we do is 100% natural we use no colors additives uh, chemicals it's 100% handmade and made with a lot of passion and enthusiasm. Indeed Philip um, I believe that you have some important news to share with our audience today. Yes, Justin, so uh, to try and do something to help with the situation in the Ukraine, we've been watching women and children leaving their homes literally with the, the clothes on their backs. I distilled essentially a, uh, a vodka uh, here in Monaco using grain, so it's a grain, grain vodka, which we have uh, charcoal filtered. It's a very pure, very smooth vodka. And the idea is essentially to sell these bottles. We're going to make a thousand bottles and all of the benefits are going to go towards uh, women and children uh, in the Ukraine and leaving the Ukraine to try and help them uh, resettle and re-educate them and, 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 and rehome them. That's a fantastic gesture. Um, Philip, can you tell us how one can participate? We are going to put the vodka for sale on our website, distilleriedemonaco.com. People can phone the distillery in Monaco or you can walk into our, uh, our, our distillery. We're on 9 Rue de la Turbie, uh, close to the Condamine Market. The bottles will be sold for a, a price uh, of 60 euros or more if people decide to, to contribute more. And like I said, everything from the bottles is going towards the um, mothers and children in, in the Ukraine. Sounds like a fantastic initiative. Thank you very much for your time, Philip, this morning. Thank you, Justin. This feature was brought to you by the Monaco Economic Board, a business association driving economic growth in the Principality. More information at www.meb.mc.
Atypical. Definition. Something out of the ordinary. Real estate at Espace Atypique is about being rather than having, experiencing rather than possessing. Find your ideal property on the French Riviera with our teams in Nice, Cannes and Saint-Tropez or by visiting espace-atypique.com. Espace Atypique, the network of real estate agencies specializing in atypical property. Have you ever wondered where your company's data is stored? Titan Data Center is the new smart cloud provider located in Mujan. Titan offers 100% European technology with one of the best environmental approaches. We support all types of companies to store their data. If you want a new vision of your data, go now to titandc.net. o'clock and it's time for this morning's pop quiz and it's over to you if you can guess the answer. Uh, today we're going back to 1982 in the UK, the year that was dominated by the Falklands War uh, but in music, so two questions to today's quiz in music in the UK in 1982, you get one point if you can tell me, because it was in 1982 on April the 24th that the Eurovision Song Contest was held in Harrogate, Yorkshire and it was won by which country. Which country won the Eurovision Song Contest in 1982 in the UK? And the second part to the quiz, question number two, on this day in 1982, which song by Paul McCartney and Stevie Wonder went to number one in the UK? The title was inspired by McCartney hearing Spike Milligan say black notes, white notes, and you need to play the two to make harmony, folks. It was later named as the 10th worst song of all time by Blender magazine.
2016 and in 2007 was named the worst duet in history by BBC Six Music listeners. Can't say I agree with that. So if you think you know the answer to today's pop quiz, question number one. Which country won the Eurovision Song Contest in the UK in 1982 that was held in Yorkshire? And what's the name of the song that was on this day in 1982, a UK number one for Paul McCartney and Stevie Wonder. If you think you know the answers, studio at rivieradio.mc. Whilst you're thinking about it, we'll have a bit of van on the bright side of the street. The road, the road. <laughs> of the road or street, whichever way you want to look at it. And we have a winner from the quiz. Uh, congratulations to Steve from Cannes, who was the first one with the correct answer this morning. Uh, the first question, we went back to the 1980. 1982 in the UK and uh, the first question was uh, which song won the Eurovision Song Contest that was held in Yorkshire and it was indeed this which country rather won it was Germany and Nicole with this remember it? can't say I do Probably about, I don't know how old I was at the time. Anyway, Nicole won, Germany won. Uh, well done to Steve. And the second part uh, to the quiz was which song uh, was released, was number one in the UK on this day, uh, sung by Paul McCartney and Stevie Wonder. And it was, of course, Ebony and Ivory. Congratulations, Steve and Can. More at the same time tomorrow morning. Business News.
just coming up to uh, 10 to 9 and it's over to Henk Potts from Barclays. Morning, Henk. Good morning. Nice to be back with you. Yes, lovely to have you back. Are you a bit under the weather? Well, more than under the weather last week. Covid? Uh, I battled on. I still had COVID. Well, I was still recovering from COVID, should I say. So there's been a bit of a drop in energy levels and so forth. But uh, I'm not too bad, to be honest. I know a lot of people had it an awful lot worse. So I'm still working and uh, markets are keeping me busy for sure. Well, no rest for the wicked and uh, well done for <laughs> carrying on. How are the markets? Well, equity markets remain under pressure and volatility rose over the course of the past week as investors react to slowing global growth forecasts, the intensification of COVID restrictions in China and hawkish central banks. In terms of equity markets where US stocks fell for a third consecutive week, the S&P 500 was down 2.8% last week. The Nasdaq is now down more than 9% in April, putting it on course for its worst monthly performance since 2008. Similar picture in Europe, perhaps less aggressive, but the stock 600 was off 1.4% over the course of the week, registering its biggest weekly decline since March the 4th. In terms of bond markets, well, you've seen investors react to the prospect. 50 basis point hike at both the May and June Fed meetings by pushing two-year Treasury yields up to 2.71%. That's its highest close since December 2018 on Friday. Opening calls on the European markets are lower. This on concerns over COVID in China and inflation, which is offsetting Macron's encore. If you look at China's CSI, for example, this morning, it's down 4%. It's down 21% year to date. So certainly looking at a weaker start on the European bourses, 10 minutes away from the open. Currently calling the FTSE down 101 points. DAX over in Frankfurt down 215 points. CACRON in Paris off 85 points. And what's the reaction to the French elections and the results? Well, I think you've got to put it somewhat in the context of what we saw. We know that France, I think, is a deeply divided society. Obviously, the cost of living crisis has been playing out there, and that perhaps shone through in terms of President Macron's speech, but also in terms of the numbers as well. So turnout, I was looking at some of the data, turnout historically low down 72%, that's three percentage points lower than we saw in 2017. Marine Le Pen, I think, got four out of ten votes that were cast. More people abstained or spoilt their ballot papers than ever before. It's actually a record high, I think, came in at 8.5%. And we heard from the speech from Macron, it's all about bringing, I suppose, the country together from this point. So that's the political backdrop. Some relief that has to be said, I think, for markets. I think investors were confident that centrist Macron would indeed win. The polls certainly appeared that that was the most likely outcome. But given Trump, given Brexit, we know that, of course, there was a risk of a Le Pen victory, which would have resulted in a radically different economic programme and uh, certainly proved to be disruptive for financial markets, at least in the short term. As you know, President Macron has promised business-friendly reforms, more emphasis on that green transition, greater EU integration, support for the process around NATO, and uh, an EU strategy for regaining economic sovereignty. It'd be interesting to see, of course, if that can be achieved. I suppose, from a political perspective, you'd argue, all eyes now turn to those legislative elections mm. on the 12th and on the 19th of June. Given the fragmented political landscape, you combine that with the um, 
with the voting system that you have there. Of course, in France, no guarantee of an absolute majority in Parliament, which means uh, President Macron could be forced to build in some comparisons, uh, some, some compromise, should I say, in terms of his reform agenda. But I think probably markets relieved this morning, but realise there's bigger things for uh, the global economy to deal with. Did you see that coming? What were your thoughts just ahead of the election? Did you think that it was a, a close one, or, or did you think that Macron was going to run away with it? Well, you look at the polls, you look at the betting markets, you listen to those political commentators, and they're all suggesting that Macron could win. And that 17 percentage point uh, gap in a two-horse race, as I think it was, is, is obviously significant, so played out pretty much as expected. But given some of the shocks that we've seen over the course of the past mm. few years, we're probably uh, less relaxed about uh, simply uh, looking at those numbers and, and thinking it's a foregone conclusion. So uh, confirmation is certainly seen as, I guess, positive, I say, by markets. Yeah, and they're talking about only the third round, which will be far left to Jean-Luc Mélenchon wanting to be Prime Minister, apparently. Uh, that's, that's the latest. Um, and moving mm. on to the cost of living crisis hitting the UK retail service in, in, in the UK. Markets are under pressure from Yeah, that. you're certainly starting to see this shine through in terms of the data now, impacting particularly consumer confidence and spending levels. British consumer confidence fell to a near all-time low in April. If you look at the GFK survey, came in at minus 38 that's its lowest since 2008, which was only at minus 39. And these are records that go back to 1974. This is after inflation rose to 7% in March. That was a 30-year high. So rising inflation, higher interest rates, increase in terms of taxes, certainly starting to impact demand. Data showed UK retail sales dropped in March. The ONS said that online sales fell sharply as people cut down on non-essential spending. Fuel sales have been dropping as well, people cutting back on travel amid those record petrol prices. Remember, these are the March figures. They predate the April figures where we saw a huge increase, 54% rise in terms of utility bills, which are likely to further pressure household consumption. And the exchange rates? Pound against dollar looking weaker this morning, 127 euro dollar coming in at 107. Can you get just around 1 euro 19 cents for your British pound this morning? You weren't sipping on a glass of Chablis, were you? Uh, I can't say I was. My throat is still very bad after uh, suffering from COVID. So oh, come on. How I'm continuing to talk. But you should know, being, you can a, feel the pain. being a Londoner, how much do you think I paid for a bottle of Chablis, a bottle, a glass of Chablis in Covent Garden? Ooh, Ooh. Uh, <laughs> I won't 15 say. pounds? Oh, close, close. 18 pounds, 95. <laughs> oi, oi, oi. Aye, aye, aye. <laughs> you could have come to Potts Towers. I would have <laughs> given you a glass, no problem. I will next time. Hank Potts from Bar Barclays, thank you. We'll speak to you again tomorrow at the same time. Have a good day. You too, bye. Barclays Private Bank brings you Riviera Radio Business News on 106.5 FM. At Barclays, our size is your strength. And we've been using the entire reach of the Barclays Group to bring a global perspective and unique investment opportunities to our clients in Monaco since 1922. To find out more, search Barclays Private Bank or call the Monaco Private Banking Team on 9315 3535. The Press Review is brought to you by BMW Côte d'Azur. 
Taking a look at the front pages in the UK this morning, the Daily Telegraph, French President Emmanuel Macron admitted that voters backed him only to keep Marine Le Pen uh, from power after he secured a second term. Uh, the Guardian, they also report on the uh, French presidential elections. Emmanuel Macron has said he will unite the country after he won a second term as French president. Uh, the Daily Express, they focus on soaring inflation and rocketing costs that will create a year from hell uh, for the UK. UK's most vulnerable uh, pensioners. Uh, the Mirror says that more than 50% of households will be unable to pay their bills within months. And the Times, uh, again on Emmanuel Macron, has vowed to unite France after becoming the country's first modern head of state to win re-election while holding executive power. And on the front page of the Daily, the Financial Times, sorry, as Financial Times again, French President Emmanuel Macron was on course to secure a second term on Sunday night after fighting off a challenge from his far-right opponent Marine Le Pen. And what a challenge it was. Uh, the BBC News live from London will be up next at nine o'clock. And after that, we'll have the three in a row with a link. All you have to do is guess the link between the three tracks that are played after the BBC News at nine. If you think you know the answer, it's studio at Riviera Radio. A dot MC, and then at 9.30 all the news, sports and weather and I will be telling you about that study where apparently we, we are born to, we have an instinct to eat healthy food, that's unless you spend a week in, in England of course, well, I'll tell you about that after the news you on Riviera Radio. That wraps up the three in a row with a link. You do make me laugh. Before that, we had Ava Max with Who's Laughing Now? And we kicked it off this morning with Huey Lewis and the news and stuck with you. Now, Ian in Liverpool said, I think the link is jollity, i.e. happy and laughing. And then, straight away, got a second email from Ian in Liverpool who said, oh no, it's the French elections, isn't it? With a uh, could have been stuck with you. Who's laughing now? And um, would I lie to you? But no, it wasn't. The link was actually in the names of the artists. And congratulations to Dave in San Remo, who was the first one with the correct answer. It was indeed Formula One drivers with Huey Lewis and the news, Ava Max, and uh, Charles and Eddie. So it could have been either Charles Leclerc or Eddie. So well done to Dave in San Remo. And all of that, why? Because tomorrow morning at nine o'clock, my special guest will be Richard. Miko from the Automobile Club here in Monaco. They'll be here to talk about the upcoming e-Grand Prix, which is on on uh, this weekend, on Saturday. So can't wait. So don't miss that with Richard Miko from the Automobile Club in Monaco, who will be my guest just after nine o'clock here in the studio at Riviera Radio. Now, Ian, going back to the elections... Well, you see, you could have, after that photo of Macron and his rather hairy chest, some people might consider him to be a bit of a dream lover. <laughs> Mariah Carey takes you up to the news, sports and weather on Riviera Radio, 20 past nine.
Mariah Carey and a dream lover. Morning to Jill in Antibes, who says, Yes, Sarah, I saw that photo just ahead of the elections with Macron posing with his shirt open. And they were saying that he looked similar to a Sean Connery. However, Jill says, No, she doesn't think so. She doesn't agree with that. Mentioning no names, I know somebody used to wait on a railway track, <laughs> walk up and down a railway track in the bar near El Canadel, hoping to catch a glimpse of Sarkozy on his a bicycle. And of course, he'd always be cycling along to Chez Jeanette at the Hotel Mimosa. But of course, once he got to the Hotel Mimosa and he had some of Jeanette's uh, courget, the, pen, the, bagnet, the, the beignet de courgette, well, you couldn't get a look in. Nobody got a look in when uh, he was talking to Jeanette at the Hotel Mimosa in uh, in Real Canadel. I'm not mentioning any names who suddenly took up walking along the railway track. Morning, noon and night. Here's Carla Bruni and quelqu'un m'a dit. Dit que nos vies ne valent pas grand chose Elles passent en un instant comme fanent les roses On me dit que le temps qui glisse est un salaud Que de nos chagrins il s'en fait des manteaux Pourtant quelqu'un m'a dit que tu m'aimes encore C'est quelqu'un qui m'a dit que tu m'aimes encore Serait-ce possible alors Que le destin se moque bien de nous Qu'il ne nous donne rien et qu'il nous promet tout Paraît que le bonheur est à portée de main Alors on tend la main et on se retrouve fou Pourtant quelqu'un m'a dit Que tu m'aimes encore C'est quelqu'un qui m'a dit C'est quelqu'un qui m'a dit Que tu m'aimes encore Serait-ce possible Bruni and Kelgan Maddy, 27 minutes past nine o'clock. News, sport and weather's next. If you're looking for crew, jobs or courses this season, then Yachtspot.com can help. Established in 2010, Yachtspot.com is the leading jobs board in the yachting industry with over 80,000 registered candidates, hundreds of jobs and thousands of maritime courses to choose from. If you're a captain, recruitment agency or yacht company, then why not consider the Yachtspot 24-7 account? It's the fastest way to find candidates online and saves considerable time and money. Give it a go. Try YOTSP ot.com today design art is a local art de vivre network gathering together 25 artists and more than 45 partners companies in the design building and real estate business a network created and organized by icom where partners meet every month in the presence of architects for more information on the design art network and membership visit designart06.com Formula E returns to Monaco on Saturday the 30th of April. Come and experience the high adrenaline atmosphere of 22 electric single-seaters battling for victory, including the likes of Jean-Éric Vigne, Antonio Giovanazzi, and many more. Tickets are 30 euros with free entrance for children. To find out more and book, search 2022 Monaco E-Prix. Dota Immobilier is a major real estate agency in Monaco, also covering the French Riviera. Created in 1894, Dotter has the property know-how to give you the best advice and offer you the personalized service that you deserve. Rentals, sales, and private management. Make the right choice. Contact Dotter Immobilier. Dotter.mc. That's D-O-T-T-A dot M-C.
Don't miss the 106.5 Riviera Radio Full English Breakfast Show, brought to you by Air France of the largest networks in the world. Tune in every weekday morning from 7 to 10 for news, music and fun on the 106.5 Riviera Radio Full English Breakfast Show with Air France. France is in the air. La France est dans l'air. Our local news brought to you by the Caisse d'Epargne Monaco Business Center, a banking branch of the Caisse d'Epargne Côte d'Azur, assisting companies and real estate professionals at 27 Boulevard des Moulins in Monaco. Find out more at CECAS. That's C-E-C-A-Z hyphen Monaco.com. On FM and DAB Plus across the Côte d'Azur, on your phone and worldwide online. This is Riviera Radio with the latest local news for the south of France. Good morning, it's 9.30. I'm Sarah Lysa reporting. It's been a clear victory for Emmanuel Macron in the French presidential elections on Sunday with 58% of votes going to the La République en marche and 40 2% to far-right leader of the National Rally Party, Marine Le Pen. It's the first time in 20 years that an outgoing president has been re-elected. The last time was when Jacques Chirac beat Jean-Marie Le Pen. With the turnout close to the lowest reached since 1969, the election draws a different political landscape from the previous one in 2017. Following the victory, Macron arrived on foot with Brigitte Macron on the Champ de Mars, where the President of the Republic first thanked his voters for their trust in order to bring about his project for a more independent France and a stronger Europe. He also went on to thank those who voted for him not to support the ideas he holds, but to block those of the extreme right. However, the outgoing president has lost eight and a half points compared to the previous duel with far-right leader Marine Le Pen back in 2017. And now re-elected, Macron will have to turn to the third round of the presidential elections, the legislative elections which are scheduled for June the 12th and the 19th, hoping to benefit from a stable majority to govern. In the meantime, the outgoing head of state has already announced that Jean Castex will remain Prime Minister in the coming days before the appointment of a new government. Meanwhile, the National Rally candidate Marine Le Pen called the party's result a resounding victory. 20 years after the surprise emergence of Jean-Marie Le Pen in the second round, the far right has never come so close to power under the Fifth Republic. Locally in the city of Antibes, Marine Le Pen has gained ground since 2017 with 45.6% of the votes compared to 40.6%. And in the VAR region, Marine Le Pen won more than 8 out of 10 municipalities. The candidate of the National Rally won in 130 33 municipalities out of the 153 in the department. Emmanuel Macron only came first in 20 municipalities, including Ramatuel, Hier, Toulon, Colabrière and Bandol. And the leader of the far-right, La France Insoumise, Jean-Luc Mélenchon, who came third in the first round of the presidential elections on April the 10th, immediately reprimanded the re-elected president, claiming that Mr Macron is the most poorly elected of the presidents of the Fifth Republic. Following Sunday night's elections results, uh, several demonstrations broke out in several cities in France, including Rennes, Strasbourg, Marseille and Paris, to protest against the re-election of the outgoing president and against the rise of the far-right. In the French capital, the crowd gathered on the Place de la République. 
In other news this Monday morning, police in Paris have opened fire at a vehicle driving in the wrong direction on the Pont Neuf in the French capital, killing the driver and passenger. The incident occurred in the early hours of this morning. According to police, two people died and another was injured. The vehicle was reportedly heading towards the police officers who responded by opening fire. An investigation is currently underway. The Mayor of Nice, Chris Nistrosi, and local MP for the Outmar team, Eric Ciotti, have expressed their tremendous emotion following the knife attack on a priest in Nice on Sunday morning. The attack took place in the Saint-Pierre-Darianne church, injuring a priest and a nun who were taken to hospital suffering from several stab wounds. The attacker is not known to the police. Uh, he was born in Fréjus and living in Nice and was immediately arrested and reportedly suffers from psychiatric disorders. An investigation has been opened for attempted voluntary homicide and violence with a weapon. A study by Vancey Autoroutes carried out in the fall of 2021 has shown that the rate of single drivers on the A8 motorway between Nice and Aix-en-Provence is one of the highest in France. In Nice, on the A8, one in eight drive alone in the morning rush hour between 8am and 10pm, uh, 10am rather, and the study is part of a project to encourage carpooling in order to limit traffic and therefore air pollution. To deal with the problem of solo driving, the South region has planned the creation of a high-level coach service on the A8 motorway with dedicated lanes between Villeneuve-Loubet and Antibes. Finally, the first French soccer championship is to take place in Antibes, and it's not about a football, it's about speciality. Sorry, my, my mouth is beginning to water just the thought of a bit of soccer. Uh, from Nice, made with chickpea flour, olive oil, uh, salt and pepper. It's to be celebrated, and res- registration is now open. A chance to participate in this unique competition, which brings together professionals in the food trade around a game of petanque and a gigantic gourmet uh, buffet. Riviera Radio Business News, brought to you by Barclays. In this morning's business news, according to a decree published on Sunday in the official journal in France from January the 1st, 2023, households living or working in certain low-emission air zones, rather, where air pollution exceeds authorised thresholds, will be able to benefit from a zero-interest loan for the purchase of a low-emission vehicle. Uh, The two-year experiment will affect large cities, including Paris, Lyon, Grenoble and Aix-Marseille. And according to reports, Twitter's board of directors has met with Elon Musk over the weekend to explore his £33.6 billion takeover offer for the social media platform. Mr Musk plans uh, to finance his bid with the backing of US lender Morgan Stanley and well of other financial institutions. A spokesperson for Twitter declined to comment on the reports. And uh, finally, uh, MPs in the UK have recommended that the UK's aviation watchdog uh, should have stronger powers to protect passengers hit by the kind of disruption caused by the pandemic. Uh, Commons Transport Committee report has said that the Civil Aviation Authority should have more teeth to be able to fine airlines for not giving refunds. On the foreign exchanges, uh, one euro is worth one US dollar point zero seven eight cents. The British pound is buying one US dollar twenty eight cents. The pound's worth one euro eighteen cents, which means the euro is trading at eighty four point twenty one cents. The Swiss franc is buying one US dollar forty zero forty five cents and ninety six point eighty nine euro cents. The Bitcoin thirty nine thousand two hundred two dollars ninety two cents. Ethereum. $2,000, 
$2,869.76. And commodities, the price of an ounce of gold, $1,922.88. And a barrel of Brent crude, $103.77. Barclays Private Bank brings you Riviera Radio Business News on 106.5 FM. At Barclays, our size is your strength. And we've been using the entire reach of the Barclays Group to bring a global perspective and unique investment opportunities to our clients in Monaco since 1922. To find out more, search Barclays Private Bank or call the Monaco Private Banking Team on 9315-3535. Riviera Radio, Sports News. In Formula 1, Max Verstappen has now closed the gap on Leclerc to the top of the championship to 27 points with his win in Italy on Sunday. After the race, Verstappen expressed his sympathy for title rival Charles Leclerc after the Ferrari driver threw away seven points with a potentially costly error. Meanwhile, Mercedes team boss Toto Wolff apologised to Lewis Hamilton on the team radio at the end of the race, describing their car as undrivable and that Lewis deserved better. The seven-time world champion could only finish third. Uh, Formula 1 heads to the United States next for the inaugural Miami Grand Prix, which is being held from the 6th to the 8th of May. And of course, here in the Principality, they're getting uh, ready for three Grand Prix starting this Sunday, Saturday, rather, 30th of April, the E Grand Prix. It will be followed by the historic Grand Prix and then the Monaco Grand Prix. And my special guest tomorrow morning is uh, Richard Miko from the Automobile Club in Monaco. He'll be with me just after 9 o'clock to tell me all about uh, what we can expect at the E-Prix and the following Grand Prix. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be busy. In football, it was busy too. In the Premier League at the weekend, it was a good result for Arsenal, who beat Man United 3-1. Man City thrashed Watford 5-1. And Liverpool moved back to within one point of Premier League leaders Manchester City and left neighbours Everton. Everton, rather, in the bottom three after a 2-0 victory. Uh, there is one match tonight. Crystal Palace play Leeds. A kickoff is at 9pm French time, which is past my bedtime. Jobline, 106.5 Riviera Radio's Employment Rendezvous. One of the best ways to find all kinds of great people is to place an ad in the 106.5 Riviera Radio Jobline. Jobline is broadcasted many times a day, and you can also find all job opportunities on our website, rivieraradio.mc. To get your job offer in Jobline, call Dominique at 00377 9797 9475. Jobline on 106.5 Riviera Radio, your employment rendezvous. This is Riviera Radio, keeping you up to date on all that's happening along the Côte d'Azur with the Riviera Radio What's On Guide. One of the world's most prolific writers is James Joyce, who not only wrote books, but also some incredible personal and passionate letters to his wife, Nora Barnacle. These letters will be brought to life with dramatic readings in a hugely appropriate local venue, the Princess Grace Irish Library here in Monaco. The whole event is being hosted by the award-winning author Nuala O'Connor, who would share some of her latest book, which is called A Love Story of Nora Barnacle and James Joyce. The event takes place this Thursday evening, the 28th of May. For further details, go to the Princess Grace Irish Library website at pgil.mc. Believe it or not, you don't need to go to Australia to experience the Great Barrier Reef as you can do it locally at Monaco's Oceanographic Museum. Their Great Barrier Reef immersive experience brings you up close and interactive with manta rays, turtles, whales and some very impressive coral. 
However, you need to be quick because this special expo ends early May. Full details and tickets at oceano.org. Finally, the British Association of Monaco have a date to save for your diary and it's for this year's incredible Platinum Jubilee celebration for Queen Elizabeth. The event will take place at the Neptune Monaco Beach at La Voto Plage and booking forms are available on the BAM website at bam-monaco.org. Of course, you'll find details and links for this and all of the events mentioned here in the What's On Guide section of our website at rivieraradio.mc. And if you have an item for the guide, do send details to our What's On Guide email address wog at rivieraradio.mc. My name's Dusty Rhodes and that's What's On. Cloudy with sunny intervals, highs of 18 degrees along the coast in the Outmar team, possibility of some scattered showers inland by this afternoon, light to moderate winds and this evening clear skies going down to 10 degrees. The outlook for Tuesday and Wednesday remaining much the same with highs of 18 in Nice and reaching up to 21 degrees in Saint-Tropez and Navarre with clear skies. Finally, humans select foods to meet our need for vitamins and minerals, uh, challenging notions that we favour starchy ones. It's long been thought we seek out energy-dense foods and get vitamins and minerals from eating a variety of dishes. Uh, But a study uh, now suggests that humans may have nutritional wisdom, preferring foods that could benefit health. Well, if that was the case, wouldn't we just all have the most amazing bodies? Talking of food, back in the UK... Lots of lots of style over content, as my dad calls it. Some of the places, very nice, but they just seem to be taking that one step further where it seems to get so much style that it, actually what you're eating isn't isn't that good. Anyway, I, I didn't pig out too much on uh, crunchies and curly whirlies, but I did. I am partial to a bit of mild cheddar, uh, so that was about it. And I couldn't get over the price of a packet of crisps at the airport. £1.49. They used to be about 20p in my day. Anyway, there you go. Things have changed. Not like they were. Uh, you're up to date. News is available on our website, rivieradio.mc. And you can also check out our Facebook page, 106.5 uh, Riviera Radio. Talking about £1.49. Macca's has left on the board two one one euro coins and i think one of them might be a collector's i'm not going to tell him that well it's a monaco one and another one and i realized that he used them so that he would know which fader (laughs) to put up so i've kept them in place this morning i didn't notice until i felt something stick to my rather sweaty elbow and well thank you mac because i'm not going to get very far with that i might get half a pint somewhere Uh, but uh, (laughs) i guess finders keepers is what they say Uh, good morning to therese who says did you say it's love day so i've been sending all my friends happy love day well it's always love day isn't it you just got to be happy that you still woke up uh, and so uh, it's not love day i said it's national telephone day and i was suggesting that what you do to celebrate international telephone day is normally you make a phone call and i added that you could tell somebody that you love them because that's all that really matters, Therese. Here's Stevie Wonder. No New Year's Day to celebrate. No chocolate cup candy hearts to give away. No first of spring. No song to sing. In fact, Here's just another ordinary day 
in partnership with Le Radeville et Solo. The Grimaldi Forum Monaco will host Iggy Pop on the 19th of May for an exceptional concert in the unique setting of the Salle des Princes. An unmissable event with one of the most influential artists in the history of rock. Info and booking on GrimaldiForum.com. CMB Monaco, official partner. morning, it's just gone 10 o'clock, taking a look at the international news headlines. Emmanuel Macron has won five more years as France's president after a convincing victory over rival Marine Le Pen, who nevertheless secured the far right's highest share of the vote yet. And also the Chinese capital Beijing has kicked off mass testing for millions of residents after a spike in COVID cases. And in sport, Liverpool's recent run of positive results is insane. According to boss Jurgen Klopp, has said that after they made it a 14 Premier League games unbeaten with the victory over Everton in Sunday's Merseyside at Derby. Sunny intervals, highs of 18 degrees along the coast in the Outmaritime, possibility of scattered showers inland by this afternoon, light to moderate winds. Uh, this evening, clear skies going down to 10 degrees. The outlook for Tuesday and Wednesday remaining much the same. Highs of 18 in Nice and reaching up to 21 in Saint-Tropez and Navarre with clear skies. And just before I go, a very good morning to David in La Croix-Valmer, who says, Sarah, you reported that Macron got votes in uh, more than votes rather than Le Pen in Ramatuel. Yes, what I said was is that Emmanuel Macron only came first in 20 municipalities in the VAR. They included, amongst others, Ramatuel, Hier, Toulon, Colabrière and Bandol. I didn't give the full list, but thank you to David in the Croix-Valmer, who has added that he also got more than her in Saint-Tropez and Le Croix-Valmer. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for all your emails. It makes it so much easier when you're there with me, holding my hand. Uh, it's um, just gone two minutes past 10 o'clock. All the news is available on our website, rivieradio.mc, and you can check out our Facebook page, 106.5 Riviera Radio. I'll be back at half past 12 with an update of the news, sports and weather, and I'll be back tomorrow morning with the full English breakfast, doing it all over again from 7 till 10, uh, with, of course, a special guest, Richard Miko from the Automobile Club here in Monaco, uh, just after 9 o'clock, so do hope you can uh, join us then. Uh, but I mentioned at the very beginning of the show that if it was your birthday today, then you shared it with actor Al Pacino, who's 81 today. And this lady was born on this day in 1917. It's Ella Fitzgerald, and I'll leave you with every time we say goodbye. Take care. Have a great Monday. Speak to you tomorrow. Bye.
from major to minor every time we say 